Hey, were you are you totally out of the Revelations six inch figures? You have no interest in them? Because the reason why I ask is I just picked up a Skelegod for like 18 bucks on Amazon. <laughs> so uh, I actually have a fun play plan. So I have a, I have a, uh, Skeletor is going to steal the sword. Regular uh, origin Skeletor is going to steal the sword and turn into Skelegod. And then the sorceress is going to turn him. I have one of those um, minis that's like a three inch squat uh -huh. figure. The sorceress is going to turn Skelegod tiny <laughs> and like a dwarf it's like gonna be that, so awesome i like that you've got a play plan you've got like yeah. i'm gonna get all these figures so that when we play this next time she's gonna have I, the time of her life it's a lot more fun when i have like scripts and plots prepared oh, like the cartoon uh -huh. as opposed to just like free for all mine are free whatnot. for all kids i can't yeah i can't uh i can participate but i can't direct she likes she likes when I have a story ready and she can hop in and play off the story that's going on as opposed to when if it's just up to her she typically she like runs out of patience or or attention after like a minute or two and then right. it's just like eh. yeah uh so they they so they have all my Star Wars uh, three and three quarter that are open out in a box, along with an A wing and Vader's ship and an Outrider, and uh, and those figures regularly play with their three and three quarter princess figures, which is why I went and well, we can talk about the rest of that later. But uh, yeah, if they if I direct too much one of them the younger one especially gets frustrated <laughs> she's like no that's not what they're gonna do oh that's because <laughs> like, oh, you're you're youngest wait, and, and my oldest are, are like almost exactly the same age i think i think i think your yeah, your youngest is like is may yeah may, yeah may. yeah and and like then my daughter was born like a month and a half after yours so right. so they're basically the same age yeah I gotta get the uh, I gotta get the helmet ready. Hold on. Okay. Oh yeah, I have more toys. I found. Uh, Is that her? This guy. That's a. That's cool. See, that's an A wing. Another yeah. A wing. Resistance A wing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I got yeah, it's blue, not red. The Jedi ship. Is that a Revenge of the Sith ship box? I can't hear you. I don't have my headphones on. Okay. Was that a Revenge of the Sith Plocoon? Yeah. Ship. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I have Plocoon in uh, Clone Wars Winter Armor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have Kit Fisto in similar armor. Yeah. That same line. Um, which I might consider leaving in my shelf and getting another Plocoon for them to play with. Because I don't think the Winter Armor ones are very easy to find, and I like when he has all his gear on. He looks yeah, it's been sweet. a it's been a long time since I got that figure, so I don't I and I haven't I don't I don't typically like look look at the prices of figures that I I don't really care about the price so I'm much as the for. availability to get it again if I really want it. Yeah. Oh, that's shiny and heavy. God, that's heavy. 
That looks nice. Very it chromey. Look, it does look nice and chromey. I was shocked yeah. about this. That Beskar shines. Whew. I was worried it wouldn't be that shiny. That is nice. That is. I don't think that's going to fit my head. I, yeah, my, my head is like 10% too big for all of those helmets. Looks tight in there. Let's see if I can loosen this up before I put it on. Fine. You got a haircut since I last saw you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I got a haircut just before uh, Comic-Con San Diego, or Special, Special Edition. Edition. Yeah. yeah. I figured. Get a haircut for Comic-Con, but not for the rest of us, huh? I mean, you if you would have gone to Comic-Con, I would have got it for you. I got it for me because I didn't want to be running around and have a sweaty head. I... I... I still run around Comic-Con, especially because I got the, that. Like, give, me the, give me the three-minute review of Comic-Con Special Edition. Um, WonderCon Wonder uh, 10 years ago, or actually, it was WonderCon size with a Long Beach Comic-Con guest list. So you've got the, the scale of WonderCon, but as far as the tier of people showing up, it's kind of at, at a Long Beach Comic Con uh, tier. They still have some great names, like Dustin Nguyen was there. I actually met uh, Min Le, uh, the writer for the Green Lantern Legacy series, which was really good. Like that was actually probably one of my highlights for the show. Um, I also worked a panel with Kevin Eastman and Tom Waltz, and like the guys behind the current TMNT comic book series, as nice. well as the um, Kevin Eastman's the one of the original creators. So yeah. They still have, they still have good names, but you don't have like as opposed to having like oh here are the here's the thirty people there that you that you need to see because there's you know 150 but those thirty are the ones you want to see. It's like oh here are the ten creators that you want to interact with, and there's still another twenty that like might not be in your field of reference if you're not like oh well this is a webtoons artist or this is a, a artist or writer for this series over here. So it just wasn't the same. Like, they didn't bring in the same... And also, like, there's no vendors, so you don't have... I'm sorry, there's vendors, but you don't have the same publishers. You don't have IDW, you don't have Marvel, DC, uh, Oni Press. It was, like, some, it was a lot more small press and a lot more uh, vendors for comics and stuff. And Artist Alley was, like, very spacious. And, like, it's a lot of people like, oh, I wish they do this for Comic-Con. It's like, they, they're... No, you're sardines. Like, they're gonna... this Like, people were like, oh, I have a, I have a full... Eight foot cost, table to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not splitting. I'm not splitting that. Yeah, exactly. And it was and yeah. So that was the. That's the quick rundown. Do you think Peter Kinda, Eastman and Kevin Eastman are related? They don't look alike. I don't know who Peter Eastman is, so I'm gonna say yeah, no. the Doctor Seuss guy. Oh, Peter Eastman. Yeah. They don't look alike. Yeah. Well, I'm into that kind of vibe. I don't know that I have yeah. much shopping to do anymore these days. Yeah. Uh, that's we'll valid. Get to, we'll get to that. Yeah. In a minute. Because it's, I mean, that's part of the whole discussion of just like buying stuff individually versus trades. And then like, okay, well, I just wait for the trade. And then you you can get it from your shop. You can get it from bookstores. You can get it from there. So it's like, I, I just realized we have Goliath um, soaring yeah, above he's us. hanging but, above um... his head. He's got to tilt it up so you can see it. <laughs> it's awesome. Yep. Where's that was uh, somewhat coincidental yeah nice. just to just enjoy it. <laughs> it, it it is nice that he you can see him so well though yeah he's, yeah he's i was gonna nice. say this this we look cleaner now is there like Over i'm here? not sure if it's behind me i mean no 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 like the the video looks uh clearer and i'm not sure if that's because oh he of... spit on the camera earlier oh 
but yeah, it's it's it looks nice and clean, as well as the uh, I don't know, just like it looks the the videos looks like a higher quality. I don't know why, but it does. I like it. I'm here for this. I'm here for carbon scoring, where we're going to talk about toys, including on non Star Wars <laughs> space. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, was that the Gladiator reference? You're going to vote yeah. no against toys, or you're just going to individually vote against and force? This was, this was my yeah. double neutral. Uh, yeah. Two thumbs up for visions. Two thumbs neutral for toys. He's about, he's he's where do you some good and some bad? Where where do your thumbs go for Boba Fett? We're gonna have a Mandalorian well, I mean, it, related. It depends. Are we talking? Are we talking about the book of Boba? Because like I'm pretty excited for book of Boba. Yeah. What about I mean, under the gonna... under the helmet? Yeah, but that's right, related, do you, right? Do you right. have your soundboard up? What? So that because when you say Boba Fett, you got to be like Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Oh, here I gotta add that to the soundboard list. My soundboard has languished. I clicked the wrong button. That's gonna come back to haunt us later. Boba <laughs> soundboard. I tried turning off uh, noises on my computer. It just does not work. So we'll see what noise that makes when that application decides to open. <laughs> <laughs> Discoder. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Boba soundboard. It's on there. So every time somebody says Boba Fett, it'll happen. And it's going to get really like annoying, it. and then we'll stop doing it after one episode, and I'll have spent 20 minutes putting on the soundboard for, for a nine-minute gag. And it'll be worth it. I think it'll be worth it. That's I, why I'm, I'm going to smile. Kit, how are you, buddy? <laughs> I am doing pretty well. How are you guys? I'm good. I, uh, I'm Andy. I'm good because people are listening. You can see it. We see each other on the camera and, you know, um, it's getting, I'm to looking be, forward to talking about some star Wars. I'm looking yeah. forward to, uh, life month or whatever it is now. Right. Uh, in the star Wars universe, this is life, life season. Life yeah. It's, it's a season oh. of life day. So yeah. it's the season of life day. Do you think yeah. that because they call it life day? no, because Christmas day is still a season, right? So maybe Life yeah. Day is a season. Yeah. I don't mean to exclude other holidays, but most other holidays are seasonal in terms of like Hanukkah mm -hmm. uh, has a season all to itself. So well, yeah. we basically had nothing between Halloween and Thanksgiving, so it fits perfectly in there. True. It's just the point. it's just the buildup. It's like because you have like autumn is kind of like oh we're autumn's like broken up between at least for me maybe mentally. Autumn is like here's you get some Halloween time and you've got Thanksgiving, but then once it gets to Christmas time, that's winter, and that's at least in my head. I'm like, nope, it's winter time now. We're we're going into kicking it in overdrive. <laughs> I I feel this year especially to I I come to enjoy this time of year quite a bit, and also dread this kind of time of year quite a bit because uh, and my kids are getting three weeks off of school. Oh, I think I think my my kid only gets two. It's after a pandemic, amount. is that still seems like after you're like, oh, they're locked in with you for the next bit of whenever. Like it's three <laughs> weeks. You're like, oh, so there's an end date. I have an end date. Three yeah, weeks. Well, fine. The problem isn't that. The problem is that uh, post pandemic, people are taking better care of themselves, which is a good thing. Um, mm. But that also means things like the dance studio and the gymnastics place. Oh. And the swim plates are all like, you know what? We're taking time for our families too. And then I say, well, what am I supposed to do with, with these kids? <laughs> I, grandma, grandpa, other grandma, <laughs> other grandpa. Yeah, I know. Don't you want to see your grandkids? <laughs> well, thankfully, at least a week and a half that is filled up with uh, family, etc. Ken, we didn't hear 
but I assume you're doing well as well because I see smiles and happiness yeah. and things are comic con. Yeah, things are going there. It's just the the daily grind. It's it, the season was. It's troubling. I mean, we're going to talk about toys, but it's like I see all the sales, and I'm just like, oh no, I can't. Ah, oh no, it's not going to. Okay, well, uh, I guess yeah. we're just going to. You know, gonna... I, I, this was the exact right time of year to practice the pullback of the. Yeah. That looks good. Oh, don't click it. Okay, decide in a minute. Is it sold out? No, it's still not sold out. Do I still want it? No, I want it less now that it's not sold out. <laughs> <laughs> You know that that moment hit me oh, yeah. multiple times. I did buy. Uh, hmm, do we? Yes, we're gonna do. Since do we want to start with toys? Since it's the season of uh, giving, or do we want to start with shows? Actually, you know what? Let me. I've got one thing on that note of purchases and and whatnot that'll kind of it it'll go into other stuff. But let me go ahead and grab that off camera and bring it back real quick. I've got some stuff too to show here. We're gonna try live, but he locked away. I don't know if his headphones what? are wireless. <laughs> I, you've got well, your I've gargoyle got... up there. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, it's but that's beautiful. not that's not Star Wars related. He is yeah. he is very beautiful. So I got I picked up uh, Lando. Dude, Rizian you did it on the Amazon the... sale. Yes, I bought the with same the, one uh, <laughs> with the uh, with the cloth cape. That yes. is quite nice. It's gorgeous. Uh, this is this is the last figure I was waiting for for my Bespin carbon freeze. Yeah. Diorama. Oh, uh, that's right. Because you got the chambers. Yeah, so, so I was pretty happy about that. And then so for funny. Return of the Jedi stuff, I got I got Tebow, who's my favorite Ewok. Uh he's the he's the light gray and dark gray striped one. Yeah. And uh I got uh Andor Luke. Uh, those those are vintage uh vintage Yeah, these are these right? are the vintage collection ones. So See? Yep. I so yep. uh I am going to let the kids play with Lando. Uh and so Lando's cape and all these figures is, is stuff accessories. A, that's a uh Han Solo. There's a mm -hmm. Hoth Leia from Solo. Uh Hoth yes, Leia. this is the young Solo, which I thought was still a good-looking figure. Uh these are uh Power of the Force ones. So look how short she is mm -hmm. compared to uh compared to herself from uh no, this is this is Force Link, and here's Power of the Force. Oh you wow, the, the height difference. Yeah, <laughs> she's an Amazon by comparison. <laughs> she, she's <laughs> buff in this. She's yeah. buff. Look at that. Yeah, she's she's could. Well, she she could kill well, those, somebody. She did. The Power That's of the Force three figures were were ripped. Yeah, like you can were, if you get a Power of the Force. Uh, Tatooine Luke, uh -huh. he's got like his shirts pulled up, and he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> under there. Good. Yeah, it's a good figure. I like it. I also grabbed. A, so I unboxed a lot of stuff. Uh, that I had kept in boxes, like I have this Resistance A wing that I'm going to give to the kids. To play nice. With. And uh, came cool. with a little pilot. <laughs> that a while ago, uh, 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 Hasbro eBay's account had a Force Link sale mm -hmm. that I I absconded with some figures from, and I also grabbed that Lando and an IG11 on sale during the Amazon toy sale. Uh, because why not? And those will all get opened and given to the kids. Anyway, I didn't uh, mean to cut you off there, my friend. You went to get a huge box that you've been holding on to <laughs> this So this time. is... <laughs> well, it's one of those things where it's like, we're talking about like what's going, going on, and it's like, because you'd mentioned like, oh, you know, it's sold out, so I'm not too worried about it. Like, okay, maybe I'll, yeah. I'll think it about it again. Yeah. This is what FOMO gets you. Uh-oh. A Kickstarter of the Batman animated series game 
that has like the base game, the Kickstarter up um, exclusives, and then two expansions. And they're all still that, in plastic. That's all. Well, it showed up this week, so oh, okay. I'll, I'll I'll take I'll take that little bit. But on that note, one of the reasons that got me into this one is that it's a compatible system with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Oh, that you already had FOMO about and bought also. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's sitting in storage, and uh-huh. it's been it's been opened up because I looked at the miniatures because they're cool. Yeah. But the game is unplayed because, uh-huh. as is any game nowadays, you have to take an hour and a half to learn the rules. And then play and for then three hours. So you have to have five hours and people that want to sit around for five hours. And as modern, as as you know... What is it? Elder millennials that we are. Elder we don't have the time. I'm a millennial yeah. elder. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so it's like that's the that that's one of the things that arrived for me that when you mentioned the uh the FOMO of how, how it gets you, I'm like I got I backed like the first Ninja Turtles game and then I got the second one. I'm like, oh well, okay, cool, I'm good. And they're like, Hey, this is the Batman game and it's compatible with that one. I'm like well, USOs. USOs. Yeah. You got me. Speaking of Elder Millennials yeah. kit. Uh, there's gray hairs creeping in here. I don't know if you can just as, can. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Get, Ken, get the Mr. Fantastic Ken, going. Ken dyes his hair. So, you know, yeah. you'll never, <laughs> you'll never know the pain of the Mr. Fantastic. That's well, I, I've been rocking the Mr. Fantastic gray on the sides. Look since you like have. high school. So yeah. I remember in college, I was like, that guy's distinguished. He's got, he's got, he's got it peppered he's, in there he knows already. What's going on? He's. I got, I got this so early. I was, I, I really thought I would be like Steve Martin by the time I was thirty, and just because I, I really was like sixteen, and I was starting to get gray hairs. So, yeah. But uh, toys. Pretty much slowed down. Toys, toys is, toys is a complicated. I, I sent you guys a bunch of pictures, so you could look at your phones for those. But I'll, uh, I'll try and remember not to, uh, not post them, on instagram or whatever like we never do for this podcast because i'm at we were gamers on instagram we and twitter on instagram yeah uh i'm really good at that uh i made some decisions about toys and i know you guys have made some decisions about toys and we have a toy to talk about that uh, i don't know anything about but it sounds like some drama which is oh yeah you gave some sideways thumbs a lot of drama uh yeah i assume motu which we're not going to talk about today so people don't have to worry about it uh masters of the universe that is uh had a, the revelation part two come out and revelation toy line to me was a revelation in how fancy figures could look uh they look amazing and i was taken in by them and i bought the entire first wave including the faker uh because that battle cat was as big as my head <laughs> and i thought these are amazing um and then i watched my kids playing with all my other three three quarter inch star wars figures and integrating those toys into their um daily princesses yeah their daily play toys like their princesses and other things like that i have two girls so uh it's fun and uh you know the boys end up married and the girls end up married and it's all it's all crazy and fun and whatever and you know elsa flies around the outrider i have to feel good about that on the inside a little bit yeah (laughs) She's uh, like, no, 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 it's no A-Wing for me. I'm not going to do some kind of Jedi Starfighter. It's the Outrider or Bust. The Outrider is the coolest currently of the toys uh, that I have given them that are available. Because the Outrider transforms, right? And so right, uh, yeah. it can crash and do all sorts of fun stuff. And it has more landing gear than all the other toys. 
Um, we'll see once they see uh, Plo Koon's Jedi Starfighter, if they're still into the Outrider. I don't know. I think I'm going to let them play with that one. Uh, as Kit and I were talking about before, I think I'm going to buy an extra Plo Koon because my other one is sitting... Which way does my finger go? Right? I just... <laughs> there. There. Oh, okay. My, I see him now. See my two lightsabers? That's Luke's mm-hmm. right there. And that's the one mm-hmm. I built at Disney. And then Plo Koon's standing in the middle of both of them in his winter armor. Um, and I, Did I, we ever one's... talk about... Oh, sorry. Did we, Did we not talk about... I don't know uh, if we talked about it on air about your okay. creation. I know we, I mean, we talked about it, but I don't know, but I'm uh, sorry, go, uh, go on. Uh, just... We could talk about it another time. Cause I know we got visions to talk about today and other stuff. Well, I'll write it down. It'll be on the list. We'll, we'll pull it out of the case and I'll take pictures of it and we can do that. Uh, another, another, and we can not post them on, yeah, at we'll we not Gamers post on them on, at we were gamers, the most exclusive, uh, photo account on the internet where they don't post photos. You just have to imagine them. <laughs> Uh, it's that the Peter Plo-Koon, of the mind. That Plocoon is hard to get, not hard uh, in terms of uh, price, but mostly in if he is complete with all of his parts and uh, uh, shows up, right? Like when he shows up, he's whatever twenty five dollars or something, which is not an astronomical amount um, for one figure if you're not going to do it all the time. But getting all his little face mat anyway. So uh, because I take away all the parts and I put them in this little case got ray on the top it was for a watch from nixon but all the accessories are in this you can hear it rattle uh, very nice yeah that's a good little thing uh i might give them a different plocoon to play with is what i'm saying um uh, anyway back to the point of the story motu uh due to kit's suggestion that my children would like the original uh, i showed them the filmation Shira movie and after which they wanted to watch he-man and we have been watching it a, quite a bit, and they love it a lot. My Very daughter nice. as well. They love it a both lot. Both He Man, both He Man and Shira. My one of my other my younger one, which is the same as uh, age as yours, uh, your older one, uh, is scared of stuff, including movies that she's already seen. So like Ariel, she doesn't like Ursula anymore. She's seen that movie like fifteen times. Uh, she thinks Skeletor is hilarious. He is. She's right. She is right. And so I made the decision that I'm giving up on the Revelations line entirely. And I bought the uh, Super 7 reaction figures that you both told me about on this podcast. I bought a lot of them. There is a a grip of them in the back. Uh, I'm a little sad that I didn't buy Hordak because he was more expensive than all the others. And Scareglow was also more expensive than all the others by a factor of five. Most of them cost me about six bucks, and those two were thirty dollars for some insane reason. Uh, I, I don't know why, because you can get a Shira in that line, even though she's not on He-Man, um, and a bunch of Shira horde bad guys like Mantena and Grizzlor, and all those were normal prices. But Hordak was crazy expensive. I don't know why. Hmm. Uh, but the cool part about all that is the lore that they now know, which is like. He-Man and Skeletor. Oh, we'll talk about this when we talk about Revelations at some point. Are rela- uh, related to Hordak and you know, like all that is uh, is cool. And so, wanting them to integrate stuff into their play, the Revelations line um, doesn't it doesn't fit. It might fit Barbie, maybe. Barbie's eleven inches. Mm. How tall is uh, Revelation line? 
Uh, six or seven. Yeah, six, yeah they're seven. not. They're not. Barbie's taller. way taller. Ball, Barbie's way yeah. taller. So they didn't fit, right? They've got they've got uh, American girl sized figures. They've got Barbie sized figures. Oh, those got, are even bigger. Those are like oh a yeah, foot and a half. Aren't they? Uh, we built a huge dollhouse for it. It's uh, six and a half feet tall. Jeebus. Yeah, it's three stories. It's six and a half feet. So they have to use a ladder to get to the, the attic. Uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, didn't fit, so I'm giving up on that one. And I uh, got them all these Revelations Super 7. Not Revelation, sorry. Reaction Super 7, three and three quarter. And they're all open, and they're all just going to go to them to play with. And that's going to be the end of that. And uh, that was part one of my toy Revelations. One thing that's uh, worth mentioning there too is that you got the blind box ones. You did the oh yeah, is that so? It wasn't just like you bought a bunch of the carded ones and which have have their have their own appeal as well. But these, not, besides getting just kind of a standard He Man, you also got a translucent He Man. Yeah, they're all or is he a gold one? Uh, yeah, well, not all of them are translucent. Like mm-hmm. half are translucent and half are goldened. Uh, and glow in the there's one glow in the dark in each set. It was weird because the boxes gave out of twelve things uh, for how rare the things were, but since I got a whole box for the for a very stable reasonable price, price, reasonable yeah. price, um, that meant that everyone was in there. I just had to open them in the right, <laughs> right order to find them if I wanted to, and not open the others. I eventually decided on opening all of them. Um, so that I could just get rid of the extras easily instead of trying yeah. to sell off blind boxes, which nobody wants. Yeah. Um, especially if people know how that works because then they could assume that I'm cheating them out of something. Yeah. So I figure I would just open them all and I'll just um, I'll just give off or do something with the extras. I don't know. They don't need to have all those around. But yeah, some of those blind uh, one and whatevers look pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh dang, this trap, uh, trap jaw looks really, really cool as a glow in the dark <laughs> gold figure instead of his normal. Although his normal coloring in those Super Seven figures in the pictures is really good, uh, I like. They don't look like He Man toys, you know, like the He Man toys that uh, you guys both have are the bulkier style. Um, I was worried they wouldn't look like the animation that much, but uh, having oh. watched some of it. It actually doesn't. It's not that far off. They're still proportioned larger on the top, and the colors are exactly right. So I don't mind it. Yeah, the reaction figures are a great line. In they kind of they each series finds a way to bring the aesthetics of a Kenner action figure. Yeah, along into whatever whatever medium you're doing. Like even the Power Rangers, which are you know it's those those worked out really well for them because it's like oh it's the same mold yeah. we just like swap out the heads and just like boom 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 there's all your figures the reaction line aside from i mean of course like the the transformers are like they're very like specific but they still have because there was the action masters line of transformers they still have a certain aesthetic that fits in that scale it's kind of interesting yeah so my question to both of you would be now that i've kind of committed to uh, 3 and 3 quarter figures for my kids to play with <laughs> what other ones should I have keep an eye out for? Hmm. I mean, or if they're hey, for, all the reactions for the ones. kids specifically, <laughs> for your kids yeah. or just for you, because like there's like Terminator and Aliens stuff that I have that you probably don't want to give to your kids yet. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, I'm not even oddly enough, xenomorphs. I, yeah, 
I got one because it was in a loot crate. So I have the I have one of the xenomorphs on a like the carded reaction figure mm-hmm. in a box in storage because of course I kept it because I'm like I don't know what to do with this and I don't I'm not in love with Xen- like aliens like I like the movies enough and but it's just like it's one of like you can only you can only put, spend so much time on each fandom you're into the other so, the other three and three quarters that caught my eye recently is the Marvel Legends retro line. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. It caught my eye because I saw I was walking down an aisle in Target uh, after I got my shot, and I had to stay there for 15 minutes, and uh, and they had a Cyclops, like uncanny Cyclops, just sitting. I was yep. like, "What is this? Yoink! Give me that!" Nice. Uh, Very I'm, cool. Yeah, Cyclops is probably my favorite Marvel character. Maybe I don't. I that shifts around every once in a while, but like, uh, if I aesthetically, I really like his outfit for some in, reason, even though it's kind of like that. What's, what's I like that line. I have I have Spider Man and both the gray and green Hulk and yeah. Iceman and on <laughs> Iceman because uh, I like the X Men and on the off chance that they for some reason decide that they should uh, make me happy and make a Firestar so that I can have Spider Man and his amazing friends, then I can get that and I'll have all three. I mean, oh, if the damn line it. goes I w- strong. They would right? <sighs> if they will. Uh, Firestar's an odd character because she's not a she's not an A lister. She's not even a B lister. Just kind of. She strikes the chord with a certain generation. I don't who know. I saw Amazing a U.S. Friends. agent one there. I mean, that, but that's a repaint of of Captain America. Yeah, that's so that's an easy one. It's a repaint. Yeah. So and he was just in. That's right. He was also uh, in that show. In Falcon and Winter Soldier. So there's a reaction yeah. Knight Rider. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. So you can get Michael Knight. Yep. Yeah. Um. And even when they re- redid the new Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends, they're using Miles and Spider Gwen. So. Yeah. Firestars Wait, had an opportunity to appear there. There's a Spider Gwen in that line. In the not in no, the it, line we're talking about, but I'm, I was saying they brought the show title back of Spider Man and, and his amazing friends. Okay, and in that they placed those two characters, which is good. I'm glad to have both of them, but it's not the Fire Man and Ice Fire Man and Ice Star. Good heavens, <laughs> it's not the Firestar and Ice Man that 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 we as elder millennials know and love. <gasps> They have a King Starscream and a Voltron. Yes. Yeah. They, they, um, they have Ninja Turtles. Uh, Reaction does. Yeah. So um, if you want three and three quarter inch Ninja Turtles, they have a, a lot of those. I do. That your kids, my, my, my daughter re- loves Ninja Turtles stuff. So uh, uh, I don't know if your kids like that or not. I but. would. That it's another opportunity to introduce them to something. Oh, my gosh. They have an Iron Giant. Mm-hmm. They have a lot. Uh, yeah. You have you have now opened Pandora's box, uh, which was kind of what I was trying to warn you about uh, last pod. <laughs> is that uh, reaction figures are great, but they're kind of like Funko, and there's almost there's a ton of everything. And once you like start down that path, you can end up with a lot of reaction figures in your house. They have reaction Star Trek figures too. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it's 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 almost it's oh, here's it's funny because it just recently i was looking at the the because we could talk i think we were talking about it the playmates toys i don't know why the playmates star trek kind of swung back into my Ugh. into my mind i don't like the aesthetic um, of any of the or the, and the mega constructs yeah the, and so are weird to me but the, the, they're of a certain time frame in my head so like at the same time they were producing turtles they were doing those so there was also those turtles who were the Starfleet turtles so you had you know <laughs> <laughs> leonardo what? and command red what? Did you not? <laughs> I didn't see this. Oh man! Yeah, Playmates had the same, the both licenses simultaneously. Oh so. my god! 
All right. And yeah. the You're... figures were like, uh, all of the Playmates figures from that era were all the same scale because like Dick Tracy, they made Dick Tracy and the Dick Tracy figures were that same sort of scale as the Ninja Turtle scale. So it was like Star Trek and Ninja Turtles and Dick Tracy and pretty much everything uh, Playmates made yeah. in the early to mid 90s was that, that like, I don't know, what is that, five inch scale? Whatever yeah, the Ninja yeah, Turtle scale is. Four, yeah. it, oh, it was, I thought it was a little shorter, but. Oh my god. If you look if you take a look at the in the Yeah. Yeah. So Mikey is it Michelangelo? Yeah, it's Michelangelo in, yeah, this in, is in a as a red shirt. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. This is great. I don't know why Ralph is a science officer, but okay. Like <laughs> Well, there's you know, there's all sorts of science officers out there. Also the two, like this is this is also the um original uh, original series uh costumes. I think there's also next gen costumes too. So like oh they're my. Yeah, they they did they did a pretty good job. I, I I'm not 100 percent about the next gen stuff, but but they're out there. Okay. Um. Okay. What? So yeah, there's there's a fair amount of. I anyways, so those, those kind of popped into my head, and I'm like, ah, oh, do I want do I want some next gen toys? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like I can't I can't bring another fandom. Like not that it's, I'm not a fan, but just you go through seasons, at least for me, like my friend, uh, Jason Bischoff said like, Oh, you know, you go through seasons of toys. I'm like, that makes total sense. Like there's seasons where I'm like, Oh, for this month, I'm really into Lego and I really want to get this Lego set and build it and do this. Whereas like, you know, in two months I'm like, Oh, I need a proton pack because ghostbusters is out and it's the best thing I've seen and made me cry. And, or, you know, as these, as the seasons hit, as things strike, you're like, well, I need that now. Seasons of toys. I like that. I think there's also, uh, seasons of your mental capacity for toys yeah you know so so did you hmm? sorry no i was just gonna say for the proton pack so did you did you do the haslab proton pack yeah okay it's 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 too for the quality that we get if you if it's comparable to the the lightsabers and some of the other props that that hasbro's done I think it's worth it because if you look into building a proton pack and doing it up right, sounds, lights, you know, all the all the proper like cables and everything done right, you could be looking at about a grand. Whereas this would be oh, this is it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. And so like for everything that comes with it, you do have to get the the Neutrona wand separate, but they've made that viable. And actually this way you kind of you you can delay that cost a bit and be like, okay, I'll pick that up later. And pre-order it now and it'll come out later on. So but that um I mean th- that speaking of the Haslab, are we ready to get into discussions of Haslab or are we gonna hold off? Because it looks like Andy's got Oh I, yeah. I I I I made the mistake of opening up a different uh window uh to <laughs> remind myself later to look through BBTS for uh mm. reaction stuff, and they have the NECA ultimate Robocop. Uh, shout out to uh, Tangential Giants. Uh, ba- <laughs> <laughs> poor Kareem. Uh, they have the battle damage Robocop here, and uh, it's got the little screen and everything. And it comes it. with, and, yeah. did you see the new one that comes with a chair too? Yeah, he's got he sits in the chair with the screen, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, wow. I was thinking back to when I had the Robocop and you squeezed it and you said, drop it. Drugs are trouble, you know. Uh, yeah, and he looked like the same scale. Yeah, I got a little distracted by that. Sorry. Um, no, it's, it's uh, reasonable. It's well, good stuff. Uh, d- before we get into Haslab and the negative, uh, do we have any more positive we want to talk about on Twitter? Because <laughs> uh, I have something I promised to do 
here in my lap last time and we forgot because we ran out of time. I don't know if you guys want to do it or not. That okay. won't take long, so we'll come back to HasLab. Why don't you why okay, don't you do that? I'm gonna I gotta adjust my screen capture here and pin myself to the top. Oh no, 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 do yeah, don't do that. Go back to the <laughs> now what did I do? Do you have some dramatic music? I don't. Uh, uh, I could. Tension. If I over well, if I overlay music onto this, then we'll get a copyright strike, and then uh, and then we'll on all, yeah, on YouTube. You get, you've gotten copyright strikes on the podcast. No, I'm saying if you overlay music, you end up with a copyright strike. Oh, all right. You know, in in audio form, like you're not. This isn't going up. No, on, not on. on I guess not YouTube. on the podcast. Oh, no, I do put them on YouTube. I put all the podcasts on. YouTube. Oh, yeah, that we, I was unaware of. YouTube.com/slash. We don't have a URL yet. Because uh, you have to have a certain amount of subscribers for them to let you have a URL, which oh. is absolutely ridiculous. Because how do you get more subscribers uh, if you can't tell them to go to youtube.com slash we were gamers? You have to tell them to go to youtube.com and put we were gamers all one word in there uh, so you can watch the cool audio visualizer bump, bounce up and down. Um, and it has to be all one word because if you put it in as multiple words, it takes you to we are gamers. Uh, and so now that people know they can go steal our, I'm just rambling now, my frustration <laughs> at a website, I guess they do it so people can't go out and steal every URL possible. Um, but it is frustrating and just camp on them. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess I get I that, get but there's a, I get why they do it, but it's also somewhat frustrating. Um, I have something here that I promised to do last time. I'm a. I feel like I need to wash my hands because of how shiny it is. Ooh. Yeah. Ah. Uh, it's very pretty. It looks way dun, dun, dun. It, dun, looks, dun, dun, dun. it looks way better than the one that I have up behind on the Oh, you can't see it. I don't hold it. How do I have that? That best car is shiny. You see the you see the boba in the background there on top of yep. the thing? Yeah. That's like a old oh, yeah. school uh sharper image or whatever. It's like empty okay. on the inside. This is the full uh the full shebang. With the the Hasbro Black the Hasbro Series Black prop Series line, one. yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna try and see if it fits my head right now. Does that right. sound like a fun project? Yeah. Because if it Let's doesn't see. fit my head, I don't know if I'll keep it. So I gotta take my headphones off. Today. Mm. I mean that that this could definitely help for your next um, Halloween if you like. You grab one of the kids, make them. It fits my that child. Like okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. Nice. It's so shiny. I can see the reflection in the. In the T. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that that one looks nice enough that it's, uh, yeah. I, I, I might even, even though my I'm, enormous I'm, head wouldn't it. fit in there, uh, I might even just keep and display one of those just because it looks so nice. I'm keeping that. Yeah, that's happening. Okay. <laughs> I got to hold on. Let me reset my screen here now that I don't need to capture uh, everything anymore because I'm going to put that in the, that'll go in the, for the people that care. Uh, that'll be on the YouTube version of the podcast. Of the pod. Yeah. yeah. How do I undo? Oh, there you guys are. I like putting you at the top of the screen. So, uh, yeah, that actually fits really well. I have to tighten it. There's a harness inside to hold it on your head so it doesn't do it around. I, I opened it all the way up so that it would fit uh, or hoping that it would fit. And so I got to tighten it maybe one notch, maybe two notches. Um, I have the other one the Boba Fett rearmored one from Mandalorian on order with Amazon. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll keep my order on that one too. Cause that looks and feels really good. 
are you are you replacing your original Boba Fett with that? Are you gonna is that gonna become a kid's toy? Like they're gonna run around the house with the old one? Know, good question. Yeah, that's a good. I don't really need the old one. It doesn't. Yeah. Up in person, the, the from far away, the old one looks good. But up in person, you can see, like in this this one, the the face mask, you could see it, and it didn't have like a. Sh- it it looked very nice and tight and clean and hard and thick. The other one, you can see that it's just a thin sheet of plastic, and it's it's like warped a little bit. Wavy, yeah. Yes, yeah, wavy. Uh, so it's I up mean, close. It's not very nice uh, in your hands, other than uh, the fun of putting it on and just running around with it on if you want to. But uh, I mean, that's where I, like that that's, I, mean, <laughs> I didn't yeah. think I would like it as much when it was in the box. <laughs> but now that it's not in the box, I like it quite a bit. Well, that's the thing is with that chrome. It's yeah. very shiny. Uh, yeah, that's cool. We're in a time of of premium toys. And so it's like you've got they are acknowledging that collectors are like, oh, no, we're willing to shell out, you know, a hundred dollar range and get a helmet that looks screen accurate and has that chrome finish to it. As opposed to essentially a bucket's worth of plastic with a rangefinder on it that you're like, it's good enough for the shelf and I like it and I appreciate it. But now you see the new ones and you're like, that's like that's like they just took it off the movie set and set it on my shelf. And I love that. And we go from like kids prop toys like the uh, identity disc here for Flynn and they're starting to do the lightsabers And, and also they're putting them in retail that you can find that you can find that that helmet at a GameStop. Yep. You can find it at a Target sometimes. It was on Target. sale at GameStop this yeah. past. Uh, I pre-bought it because I wanted it and I didn't want it to. Oh yeah, it's almost strong. Uh, and uh, now I feel vindicated for having purchased it. It's nice. I don't. <laughs> I was worried about it not being nice uh, before I opened it right before the podcast here, but it's uh, yeah. in person. It's quite quite nice. Um, I think you're right that this the age of premium things. Um, and I think there are people out there that buy way too much premium things. Um, but if, if you're able to kind of keep your, your metal as it were, and limit your purchases, uh, displaying premium things is probably the way to go. I think that I'm kind of landing on finding my path through that versus stocking up on what I discovered was three boxes about the size of my desk worth of black series and vintage series toys over the last couple of years as I started to get back into the toy thing. So uh, stay tuned for a more workable theory of going to deal yeah. with it. Well, well, that's the thing about premium too, is that you have to manage that budget. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You're and forced it, to, right? You can't buy $200 yeah. helmets every month. Right. But uh, and on that on that note, too, though, the toy companies should acknowledge that they have that they're they're releasing things to a fine to people with finite budgets. So when companies like, say, has uh, Hasbro decide to release what a a three, what a pro (laughs) three, three Haslabs slash Kickstarters all at the end of the year. And from an outsider's point of view, it feels like they are just trying to pad the bank account at the end of the year to get all three of these done and then go into 2022 with X amount of funds. And they don't have to deliver a product until 2023. And so as as yeah, that's ready to go into production. These products. No, no. And that's 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 something we're going to jump on in a second. So right now there are currently three Haslabs up from Hasbro, three Kickstarters, for uh, those who don't know what a HasLab is. 
there is a, a Sky Striker from G.I. Joe with with it is in the original uh, O-ring three and three quarter scale. Um, not the not the retro three and three quarter scale. There's a whole nother thing there, but it's in the original scale, but definitely dialed up like they're they tweaked up the the greebling. The details are on there. Are great. It's got a landing crew. It's got an extra pilot. It's got it's it's done up very well. They also have the as uh, aforementioned proton pack from Ghostbusters Afterlife, which has, you know, all the bells and whistles you need. If you hit certain tiers, it's going to include a stand. It's going to include some stickers. Some of the tiers aren't all gold, but we'll keep going with the, the discussion. Third being the Star Wars Black Series Rancor, which has been a reviled and just infuriating funding process for a lot of fans and for Hasbro too, because they are, there's a lot to go into like why it's currently, I, I guess currently it's picking up people cause they've, they've, they've uh, addressed some of the issues, but one of their last presentations, they dropped, they dropped like thousands of backers because backers like, no, forget this. I'm not funding this too. And personally, I think a lo- one of their biggest problems is that Hasbro got greedy and tried to do three Haslabs at once. And they're like, oh, well, they're different fandoms. Like, no, a lot of your fans are crossover fans. Like, I'm buying Black Series and I'm also buying Marvel Legends. And I'm just I, that's just me. But there's other people who buy has, has um, Black Series, Classified, Plasma, Marvel Legends. Like, you, you name off a Hasbro toy or even Ultimates for the Super 7 line. And there's all these different lines. So people want to have these things. And so, yes, there's going to be they're fight they're You're fighting for the same wallet. So you can't you can't drop all these. And some of the stuff that they've said on the streams for the Rancor is like, oh, when they first showed it, they didn't even have a, in, a painted in uh, on hand model because they were rushed. They it's pretty clear that they rushed this thing out, that they had planned to do it later. But then higher ups at Hasbro decided, no, let's let's do it now, because I'm sorry, Hasbro, Hasbro got great greedy. They got greedy and they were like, let's just try and get everything we can right now and we'll fulfill in two years. That'll be fine. We, we got that. Eh. So, but I'm I, I'm jumping the gun a bit here because I'm throwing in already throwing in some of my own exposition, I guess, or my own thoughts. But uh, Kit definitely had had thoughts about it. So just for a really quick background on the the Rancor, the Rancor is in. The Rancor is not six inches tall, but he is in the scale of the six-inch Black Series so, yeah, figures, so he's much larger. Questions is why why Haslab? I assumed that meant he was going to be twice the height of, a, right. or three times the height of a Black Series figure, so they could be the play, same play scale. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he is pricey. The the to to get one, you have to pay three hundred and fifty dollars. So a hundred dollars less than the Haslab Mando ship. Wasn't was I thought like that the I thought the Razor Crest was it four fifty? I thought it was I thought it was three hundred or three I mean three fifty or four hundred. Oh okay. At I any rate, back it, so I don't know. It's 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 pretty pricey uh for what you get. And uh when they announced this, uh it, it, it met with uh sort of lukewarm um uh, in terms of the number of people backing it, it was sort of lukewarm. It wasn't. How, it wasn't anywhere near. It didn't go as fast as the as the the Razor Crest, so but it two, was going at about the same rate as the as the barge. Okay, I have two questions. But one is this a normal Kickstarter process where there's a finite date for these sorts of things, or are they just waiting until they get a certain amount of subscribers, we, or what? 
as we record this on Saturday the 4th, there are two days and six hours left for the Rancor and, and, an, and a day later on the on the Sky Striker. Okay. So, um, and uh, then what most of the fans were saying was is that they hoped that the, since they didn't announce this at the time, what they hoped were that the stretch goals would include uh, the Rancor Keeper and Ula, who is the dancer who gets dropped down there. Yeah, yeah, the Twi'lek. Twi'lek. Yeah, and as they as Hasbro went through with what the stretch goals were going to be, neither one of those showed up in there, and there were some really puzzling things. There, there's a Luke which makes some sort of sense, but I mean that's they were going to release that anyway. It's either a repaint or they were going to just release that anyway. Uh, the and and the the stretch goals were really underwhelming for people. And, uh, yeah, the, the fans just sort of mutinied and they lost a lot of backers after they announced the last stretch goals. And they have since gone back, like after two weeks of it being clear that this was, there was no way that this was going to get funded without some added help. They went back and said, if this gets funded, not a stretch goal, but if this just gets funded, we're going to toss in an uncarded Malakili that we're going to, that we're working on right now because we have, we have heard your, your complaints. Yeah, um, I want to interject right there real quick. Uh, actually, the Malakili, they said, won't be carded. That's right. another... That, that, did I say carded? Said, I meant, no, you, I meant said, un, you yeah. said uncarded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, on, so, yeah, a lot of his points are definitely on. Um, the stretch goals that they had included so initially were um, some, some bones and skulls to adorn the floor around your Rancor, which Ooh. are not... There's no... It's just cold, cold molds. Like, they're not... No articulation, just like, here's little props to set around your guy. It's like, okay. And then one of them was a cardboard background that you could put behind it. I'm like, that's a stretch goal is just a cardboard diorama piece. That's <laughs> that's puzzling. Yeah. yeah. They announced one of them was going to be a Gamorrean guard, but it's a retro card with the coin. So it's, it's the original Powers of Force line. So it's like, okay, it's not even a new figure. It's just a, rep- a rep- repackaged figure that they're putting out. Then one of the stretch goals was a, um, the salacious crumb, which is also already available and out as well. And it'll be carded, but it's also just got released in a, uh, Disney parks pack, which we can go into those two as well. And then the third thing was going to be a new, a new molded Luke on the card too. But also they, they clearly stated cause legally they're like, Oh, he will be released later on outside of this card. So none of the stretch goals were exclusive to this, except for the additional uh, props and the the carded background. So it's like you're not even you're not making any kind of like additional buy-in for us. You're like, oh well, I I want to get these characters on a car. Like I like to like most of the 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 chat that was going was no no Ula no Mula. Like you're not getting my money unless you include these characters. They went back and said, oh we'll we'll add in Malakili. And but of course he won't be carded, which I'm like, wait, so I just I still get the other stupid three that are carded, but he won't be. You're really cheaping out. And it's like a lot of this to me is part of the part of the problem is that Hasbro is dealing with Star Wars as the license. And we as as a collector, we do understand that there's a fair amount of control and also a fair amount of cost from the Star Wars license that they don't experience in other lines that they've they've made clear like the, the Marvel team said 
uh, and Marvel Legends, I mean, has said that they get a much easier path to work with. The Star Wars one's a very different one. So it's like the idea that they were bound by all this. And it's like, I feel I feel bad because the main figurehead behind the HasLab, or at least the person who's doing the presentations, is getting a ton of hate. And I'm like, I would bet money he has no choice on what's going on. It's just, it's handed down by by Lucas and HasLab or Hasbro corporate. Like those guys, they decide things. And he's just like, here's our presentation. And they're like, you should be fired. He's like, I have no control over this. It's just handed down from on high. And it's like, I mean, that's that's where I'm like, I feel bad because that guy's getting all that hate. But the project's not worth it in a lot of ways that they haven't shown until just recently. And it's funny because I, I, I'm on like a Discord with some uh, different collectors. And when all these were announced, they're like, oh, okay, we're going to get the Rancor. That Proton pack is too expensive. It's not going to fund. By the way, Ghostbusters pack's already funded and going into stretch goals as we speak. Um, the Sky Striker is still kind of on the fence from my... from. I'd have to take a look, but the, the Rancor is like the lowest one. And that's the thing that most people were like, <clears throat> I want to get that. So it's like, it's interesting to see where people thought the fandom would go and just buy it because it's Star Wars. And it's like, no, you have to show us a value, especially because this isn't like I'm buying this product and I'm getting it within a month. This is its funding right now. And you're going to you're promising to give it to me in, in a year and a half. So I don't know. It, it's there's a lot going into it that they didn't anticipate. And I feel has Hasbro corporate just thought, let's just throw these all three together. Like from a lot of the discussion, from a lot of the verbiage they use, because they didn't have certain products available or ready at the time. Some of these were planned for later and they were pushed up to get that end of year date. It may be possible that they planned all of them for the end of the year. People do a lot of shopping right now and that something along the line delayed the models and things like that with the Rancor. And they said, well, we can't delay the launch. That could also be, I mean, um, it's almost impossible to it, know, really. It's it's impossible to know, but the the verbiage they've they've used definitely leads me in to believe that they moved up some of these ahead of time because they they like they had like and also I do think like the the proton pack was probably pushed back too. Like they're like, well, we have to wait till the movie's out to kind of get the fervor behind it. So there's things that I think may have been delayed too, but I also think that. I feel just from them doing so many, all three at the same time feels very suspect to me. Like this is not the time. And also yet yeah, people are buying a lot right now, but these aren't, you're not buying anything. You're buying It's the gift certificate mail away of like, Hey, next year you're going to get some toys. <laughs> In like, spring of 2023. Here's your coupon. Hey, yeah, exactly. It's, I it's, pre-ordered it's that, for Star Wars that, I pre-ordered that, that steam computer that may never show up. Who knows? <laughs> you know, people, yeah. you know, I, <clears throat> I think I feel bad for everybody involved. I think uh, I think it's not a great system. It has lab to, system. To go to Ken's point about the price, I I, I keep looking at this Aw Striker or Sky Striker, the GI Joe Sky Striker, and I, I would love to have this, but for two hundred and thirty dollars, that just seems like this seems like a one hundred dollar. Like if this came out at retail, I would expect it to be like ninety nine ninety nine because that's like if you buy Luke's X wing or you buy uh, uh, maybe not with all the all the extra stuff thrown in, but like the actual Sky Striker itself. If you buy Luke's X wing, if you buy um, the the guy from Rogue One's X wing that just came out, that's just Poe Dameron. 
No, 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 no. From Rogue One. Uh, oh, Rogue One. Uh, the... I, I forget. I forget what the guy's name is. The guy with the mustache. Uh, His blue, blue X-wing. Right? Blue leader. Yeah. Uh, it's a. It's a hundred dollars. And this comes out, and it's got. It. It does have. Uh, it's got. I think five or six figures and a whole bunch of accessories. But um, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like two hundred and thirty dollars is too much for this. And I wonder if they would have put this at say. 150 right now the sky striker is sitting at, at about two-thirds of what they need just to get to the to get it funded none of the stretch goals just to get it funded i wonder if they would have put this at 150 instead of a 230 if we wouldn't have instead of 6700 backers if we wouldn't have 20,000 right now for this because uh i, I don't know it just it, it seems too much um and i don't know uh I'd say, and, and I think that's definitely a fair assessment too. I think that there is a certain amount of like, because there is a previous version. If you, did you see the, the one where they put the original Sky Striker side by side with this one? Yeah. And they showed like the scale up and because it fits two pilots and there's a fair amount more that goes into it. I do, I do think I agree with you. Like if it say, say it was one ninety nine, ninety nine, and just visually, I think that may have helped it too. just, you know, take off X amount just because they, I don't know. You are, it's I, I do see your point. I do see that it is it could easily be if you compare it to just the next wing. Yes, there's not that much, but they are putting in a fair amount of additional uh, content if you hit the stretch goals. But that's that's all part of the question. But still, you'll get like the the landing crew and parachutes like that's all kind of cool. To yeah, me. well, I, it, it looks. There's still time, but it looks like it, it, it looks an awful lot like the Rancor and the Sky Striker are not going to fund at this point. Yeah. And uh which means like the the stretch goals don't mean anything, and which really it has got to be a worst case scenario for for uh, Hasbro because they get the negative press for these not funding. Um, they they while they didn't like tool up a factory for this, they obviously came up with prototypes. They spent time doing design. They spent time making the prototypes and everything, and all of that's going to be f for absolutely nothing uh, if these if they decide to not produce these outside of this so i i think having two of these if two of these don't fund at the same time i think that that looks pretty bad and i think that it's gonna um to go to your point of them trying to pad their their budget at the end of the year i think it's going to look really bad if they have and i don't i have no idea what the r d costs on these sorts of things are but like if they let's say that they they put a hundred thousand dollars worth of people and material into into coming up with these these the, the sky striker and then they have nothing to show for it <laughs> instead of you know instead of millions of dollars of backers money they have nothing uh that that's gonna look that's this, gonna look pretty bad this can't be the first time these things have struggled to fund right i mean i i i believe that the only one that hasn't so far they had to extend the unicron i think twice to get it to fund but the only other the only one that i know of that hasn't that didn't eventually failed. fund was the the stuffed animal of cookie monster that was yeah, like that was like two hundred dollars for a stuffy, what are you, you know. Doing? And See, this I mean, is, it was big, yeah. but yeah, yeah. And that's it's funny too because like that's what in in my toy group people were like, oh yeah, the proton pack is going to be the Cookie Monster. He's not going to fund like that, or that's not going to fund. And like <clears throat> I'm telling them like if if you're a Ghostbusters fan and you're looking for a proton pack, this is a this is a good deal. If it if it's as good as the as their lightsabers, as their helmets, as everything else that Hasbro's been doing. If it's of that quality, this is a worthwhile buy. 
And just some of them were like, no, that's it's going to be another cookie monster. And I'm like, OK, that's, it could, because there are, in my opinion, like there are two other good has labs out there. Good in quotations, because I, I, I like the Rancor. I think it'd be a cool thing to have, just like I think the Sentinel and Galactus are cool things to have. But I don't have the space or money for those things. Whereas a proton pack, because it's that it's it is something that is so died in like into my my heart that I'm like no the proton pack is something I I really want. Whereas like if if I don't if, if I get it I could mount it on the wall if I want or you know it's a, a a rancor that's this big and like I don't have space for that. Same thing for the sentinel. Like there's just it's just funny to see where these are kind of going at. Whereas like right now the proton pack is in in the uh uh unlockable area what's what's the term it's it's hitting tiers it's go it's going through the unlockable tiers whereas the other two are still just struggling to get hit i can see this the, if they because they're also part of their orders also go through retails like big bad, big bad toy store and entertainment earth i'm curious if they are currently calculating in those buyers because they will buy them and then resell them for a markup i'm curious if those will go i it's it's to me like you said it's it's sad for everyone because it's like Hasbro they're gonna have to look sit back and be like oh we tried to do all three I think the biggest struggle is it's all three at the same time for me like I can't see fans who are like oh I want all three of these I can't I can't do that I can't do what so three uh four for the proton actually four plus for the proton because attacks I mean they all attacks um and then three fifty for the rancor that's you're talking about a grand just for toys that you won't get for two years. I think it's it's likely that the the kickstarter model in general is not very good and it has been that way for a while the the razor crest for for uh for reference so the the rancor right now is sitting at about five thousand of the nine thousand backers that they need the razor crest sold twenty eight thousand of them like a, a year ago right that's when that approximately I, yeah. I, I guess i i don't i don't know the dates and i think yeah. part of that too is that at the time it was kind of it was a bit more novel like we just had the sale yeah. barge for the vintage collection that had sold through that and that funded well um i think the cookie monster as much as i don't think it was a good product i think it was a it was helpful to show them that not everything will fund like you can't just put anything you want up there and just it's going to work out work out for you i think these are the the bones of these projects have potential but they need the proper they need proper evaluation on on them all except for the proton pack I, i'm i'm happy i think that the tiers for the proton pack are kind of lame some of them are like oh you get some stickers and a, and a little book and i'm like that's fine but like it's not like the last thing i want is the thing i want is the stand and I'm like that's up there and i'm like dang it but it, it, there's there's more production cost for that so i get it but they all have their they all have their pluses and minuses but there are more minuses and also I who has to to get to the point of uh kit like that's the their their goals are like they have a you know a hundred or ten thousand they want to hit it's like is that the right space that you need to have but I don't know can I pose a hypothetical to you no we're not we're, this is not this is tangential giants this is carbon score <laughs> it's not no, tangential it's exactly related uh <laughs> that's all good uh what if they stopped doing this model? And they only went to retailers like GameStop or BBTS or somebody else. And they said, we're going to make 5,000 proton packs. How many people are backing it right now? 
12,000. Okay. So we're going to make... Eight, Almost 13. Okay. We're going to make 8,000 proton packs. What was the price for it? Sorry. $250, you said? $350? Uh, oh, 400. 400 I must be confusing the striker. You said it was 250 Yeah, the, stri- the striker is two, two, $230. Okay. So uh, $400. So we're going to make it $500. We're going to make 800 of them. You can uh, buy them at 450 and you can sell them for whatever markup you want. And they remove the entire model. They are now financially secure in making the item but they can't possibly make enough of them uh, and you'll have to buy it. What yeah. version of this do you want? Because if they if they do this this way and people are upset about the Rancor, if they had just made the Rancor with whatever was in it and they they put out for the price that they put it out for, I'm sure it would have sold out anyway, right? This is uh, this is the Kickstarter problem of ownership creation because you, you're, you're thinking you're part of the process when you're not. Um, so what That's if they fair. remove people from the process, but went to the stores and said, we're all going to make more money this way. We're financially secure this way, uh, and spread it out. So, you know, no, no store is too worried about it. And, uh, well, and that's the new process. How, how would you feel as a pe- collectors that are more invested in this than me? That's not the new model. That's the exclusive model that we've railed about here multiple times. Yeah. But, I mean, it is. A, it is. But I mean, it's a more. The, the it's a less is, exclusive model, right? It's, let's say they're not going to GameStop and only making one, uh, mo- one version uh, for the same price, right? Like uh, the, the exclusive, um, GameStop figures and all that sort of thing. You can only get it from GameStop. GameStop still sells it from SRP, but good luck getting one. Uh, we're gonna make eight thousand of these instead of twelve thousand. We're gonna give them to every retailer that's willing to pay for them. Uh, it's not exclusive. Uh, and we'll we'll keep allotments, you know, during the bidding process or whatever. And they announced this all ahead of time. This is a hypothetical. I'm just making it up. Like, how yeah. could this person solve this problem? That's in charge of this HasLab stuff. But uh, I'm gonna walk around to every toy store that I could possibly think of and offer them a certain amount of these. And they can, and if they, you know, if they order more and we decide, okay, they they we come up with ten thousand instead of eight thousand. But then they make them for two years from now. What do you think about that system versus the Kickstarter system? Because it sounds a little bit like if people uh, were removed from the collector's demands of this situation, it might solve some problems. I, I like the HasLab system. I think that it's a good way to get products that probably, like, they would have never made the sale barge at just regular retail that that would have never happened it Didn't to me they already that's... make a sale barge at retail no, no. ever that's um, the thing yeah no. it's it, items that wouldn't like the falcon you know you're going to sell a falcon so target's going to order them and even if they end up selling them at okay well i had know, a micro at a, machine at a sale barge i know i did oh yeah okay. <laughs> that yes but uh like they, they were never going to make a Same three and three quarter inch, or Same inch sale barge. yeah <laughs> but uh i i just I like that model, um, and I absolutely hate. I know that you said that it wasn't going to be exclusive. I absolutely hate the exclusives oh, I, model. Yeah, I hate it too. Um, but I, I just think That's that in this case, I don't have to like my hypothetical. <laughs> in this case, I just feel like they didn't have the. They were off on their pulse of the consumer. I think that they just they they came up with products that were for whatever reason uh, underwhelming, overpriced uh whatever combination of reasons um 
and you know, uh, all the people who want, who the five thousand backers who want the rancor so far might all decide to put in a second order tonight and and get that thing funded uh, and surprise me. But it, I mean, these are looking like at this point the that they're not going to fund, and I, I just I, I feel like they it for whatever reason it seems like they they misjudged on everything but the proton pack this time around the yeah. the the sky striker has not had anywhere the the sky striker just seems to be th that people are reluctant to get behind that which i i personally i i'm really on the fence on that i might put in <laughs> i might end this podcast and 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 put in a thing on the sky striker because I, I i do think that that looks pretty cool um i think it's overpriced but i think it looks pretty cool uh, i don't i i don't need i, I don't do I do very little six inch. I don't need. I have a. I have a three three quarter inch rancor that I'm happy with. I, I don't need. I didn't need the rancor regardless, anyways. Um, the the rancor feels but, more like a but, three and three quarter inch figure to me. But or, they have had a lot of machines. bad press. Yeah, they have had a lot of bad press on the rancor. There has been a lot of um, uh, anger and frustration on on the part of. The fans but it's anger and frustration. On, but this is something I, I don't. I don't want to disparage anybody. But it's anger and frustration on on the process that is supposed to create a better product. Right. This is the solution for something you said will not exist without this scenario, and so people having vitriol on the idea that this is what we can make for this price doesn't seem to entirely make sense to me. I think uh, otherwise you could have it for two hundred and fifty dollars and get nothing with it, and we can sell it the way that I, my hypothetical was right. Like uh, uh, this is why what's wrong with Kickstarter a little bit, in my opinion. And um, one thing that confuses me about the process and why I'm glad you guys brought it up because not being invested in this thing and not needing to know that I want three things to buy. Well, maybe two because it sounds like nobody really wants the striker uh, because I'm in that col those collectors' veins, right? Uh, I don't collect enough Black Series to care about a Black Series Rancor, and I don't collect um, Proton Pack-style Ghostbuster stuff. Uh, uh, I'm going to go, guys. It was good talking to you. It was good seeing you guys. got to go. I'm gonna... if, if I wasn't clear earlier, I want the Skyspreaker. I just think the, it's overpriced. The Ecto-1 <laughs> is a terrible vehicle. It's poorly designed. Uh, who would choose that car as... <laughs> <laughs> there, there was also talk, too, because they when they initially announced like that they're going to do another HasLab, people are like, Oh, do you think it's going to be a plaza, uh, a one twelve scale Ecto one? And I'm like, I'm like, if it is, then they've got my money for that too. Cause, but the pro there's, th that's another discussion for the plasma series. Cause they're, they're off scale a bit. And so my, I, I need my Spider-Man and my snake eyes to fit inside the Ecto one. And that's, but that's another scale issue we can talk about later. But yeah, I mean, to, to to Kit's point, like he's even kind of on the fence with the Sky Striker. It Sky Striker technically has more backers than the Rancor right now, <laughs> by by a decent margin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's it's it's. Be I think part of that is because of the. I mean, to your point of like, how do you, you know, they didn't pulse the people correctly. Like they didn't get, get gauge what they wanted. I also think that as opposed to the three of us who we can stop and discuss it and reason with things when you're dealing with the mob that is star wars fans yeah did you ever see they're just gonna do you ever see the very good early youtube video of a stop sign designed by committee no uh mm -mm. You, you youtube that later today and 
and enjoy the stop sign designed by committee, which ends up being pink with no words that say stop on it. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing. And so you, you, you do have that, the problem of just star Wars, you have the problem of star Wars fans, which as, as a star Wars fan, I understand we're problematic. Um, uh, I, I would just say high maintenance, right? Like star Wars fan fandom tends to be entitled the wrong word because entitlement, um, people who are not entitled uh well it's a diverse group of people uh and because they are incredibly diverse they become high maintenance and versus uh entitlement which implies uh intent right like intent to be uh high maintenance where i don't think that many Mm -hmm. star wars fans intend to be high maintenance um okay if if, but, if there's an if there's a lack of intent, I can I can understand but, that. But so the, like my the there. my high maintenance ness would say that you know if that lightsaber had not been the quality of holding it in my hand and deciding that it was high enough quality, I would have complained that it was two hundred dollars, right? Um, but I'm pointing for the podcast people to the handmade lightsaber, uh, or even Luke's lightsaber, right? When I looked at that, I was like, geez, they want how much for that? But you know, I it, it's a high quality product, and so yeah. I think that it'd be, there's a diverse group that they have to serve where they have to sell Luke's lightsaber to a bunch of different people um, that are interested in Luke's lightsaber. And each one of them are going to be upset about different things, right? Um, how do you make all those people happy? Well, you come up with this system and, and you can see how it's going, I think, a little bit. Uh, whereas maybe the, the desire for a Razor Crest is so high that no one thinks twice about it. Well, it was till they blew it up. I told you. Yeah, that was, that was my favorite part. They, they closed you. the backer thing, and then like three days later, the episode came out where they blew it up. You and I <laughs> literally <laughs> said that. Was, we said on this podcast it was going to happen. We said it. Man, it sure felt like a setup. No one listened, and now they all have a Razor Crest that doesn't exist anymore. I don't think they have the Razor Crest yet. I guess, the uh, yeah, they don't even have it yet, and uh, it's already exploded. Oh man! How much? Yeah, I don't how know. funny will it be in season three when he know. goes to a junkyard and buys another one, just so they can keep the <laughs> toy manufacturers happy? He's like, "You got you got any uh, razor crests down there on Ord Mantel?" <laughs> oh man, man! I yeah, because now I'm 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 really curious because I don't know. That's one thing. That's another thing. That's that's an additional layer to it as well. Is that at least in the again in the, the groups that I've been discussing things in, is that you're asking three kickstarters after you just finished the galactus one and i think another one just wrapped up too didn't i'd have to look but like so we just finished the galactus one people are just now just getting sentinels some of them have still yet to be fulfilled there's some qc issues with them as well and a lot of them are kind of like well this was this this is a kickstarter so there's no like we're not gonna fix we can't you know do a recall and we can't do this so you just kind of go with what you've got. And it's after all, after the lack of a Sentinel for some people who are like, I just funded this and I still don't have it yet. And like, I guess that that's got to be part of it too, is people are like, Oh yeah, I funded the, I did the Hazlab barge and I did a razor crest. Now you want me to buy Rancor and I have no, it's a Kickstarter man. I, I bought some Adirondack chairs that are, I'm never going to see on Kickstarter. You know, it's like, yeah, you at least did it through Hasbro. You know, your money's probably good for something. Um, yeah. 
but that's the thing is like that that's that's also the other argument where people are like well i mean yeah i kind of like the idea of a rancor but i still don't have my razor crest so why and then and then when you add that on top of the the lackluster stretch goals and the you know all these they all add up that's that's what it is i think is that the biggest thing if we were just looking at one thing and people like oh i'm not trying to I, I, they only have the one thing to focus on. Maybe like, well, at least I'm getting, you know, Malakili now. And really, I think they should be doing Ula and Malakili. They should have included them. And even if they say that these aren't exclusive, they're just exclusives on these cards, at least they're new. It's not just like, wait, I already have the Gamorrean Guard and I already have Salacious Crumb and I already have a Luke that's, I mean, oh, it's a new new sculpt for Luke. It's like, but he's going to be re-released as a Mandalorian version because it's the same outfit. So why... Why are you telling me like this is somehow these none of these are are a buy in because I already have them. That was that's another thing. I think their stretch goals were so lackluster that it really I mean, and because it's the Star Wars people, they got a um, what was it? They got the hallway for the vintage collection and they got the uh, carbonite pit and they had they had a good design to that for a lot cheaper. They're like, oh, you can make these in a, in a reasonable space. And given it's Black Series and it's going to be huge and it's going to be big and it's going to have a lot of good things to it, you're, there's where's my value? Like, where's my additional value to the Kickstarter? As opposed to, like, when you throw it up at retail, people will be like, oh, yeah, I like it. Oh, if I can get, but, like, I like it and I can get it on sale because it's going to be, I got a Target red card, so I'll get 5% off there. And I'll get, you know, the Target sale price because this. So you're agreeing, a, you're agreeing with me that we should go back to just selling them in stores. Is that what I'm hearing? So... I'm good. No, thank you. Not not, not 100%. (laughs) I'm just saying that there are times where the value of a Kickstarter needs to be expressed right away to make it to make them uh, to make a buyer be like, okay, I'm willing to go in and get this in two years. I think that the because your your model to me sounds just like exclusives. And we've had issues with exclusive before, too. Like if it's, it's like, okay, it'll show up at retail and maybe go on sale or I may never be able to buy it because it never lands at my target. It never lands at my GameStop. I mean, it never, there's definitely it, it, there's definitely a process wherein this is a better system. But I think the process where that it's a better system, uh, so that everyone gets what they want, right? Like Kit has talked about in the past. Find a way for me to give you my money, right? That's that's Kit's number one thing, right? And they've tried yeah. that with Pulse. So maybe the answer is these. This is what we're making. We're not taking questions. <laughs> if you want it, you want it, and if you don't, you don't. Yeah, and that might people are saying. Yeah, if I'm not getting it for nine months anyway, like if I order, if I'm like with the stuff that I just ordered, if I'm not getting it for nine months anyway, why do you sell it out in thirty seconds on your website? Why, if you sell out in thirty seconds, why don't you just say, okay, we'll make ten thousand more and leave it open? And you know, sure, there's a production uh, reason for that that answer, but. Tell the tell the factory, hey, make another run of those. Yeah. We got we got lots of we got lots of orders on that. Make another run. And I mean, it's ridiculous that stuff is exclusive to Pulse and sells out in less than you know uh, two minutes on the website. And then they aren't like, you know what? We should go back and make more three packs of the clones because obviously people wanted that. And because like Kit was literally on here at the time of the thing put it in his cart kit's ip address hit and we saw it and it timed out while he was trying to check out because our servers couldn't (laughs) handle all the stuff maybe we should make some more of those you know 
I, I, I hesitated to let this continue for as long as it did. But what's funny about this is that um, it's not exclusive to Hasbro. I don't know if you guys have realized what's happening here. Um, this problem is now everybody's problem. And so the next time you feel, and this is for everybody listening to this podcast, the next time you feel bad describing how you're upset about a toy and uh, someone tries to make you feel bad by you saying, by saying it's just a toy, remind them how hard it was for them to get their PS3 and why they bought it from some scrub who sold it to them for twice as much on eBay. This is the exact same thing that is a problem uh with, with PS3s and GP PS5s and GPUs and not Xboxes because nobody wants those. (laughs) I want one. I mean, go buy one in stock right now. I don't have the money. I see because you just bought a Rancor for $350. I didn't buy a Rancor. I bought a Proton, <laughs> Proton pack, pack like a gentleman. Um, <laughs> like, but, did I, you I mean, say like here's... a gentleman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also on that note too, I've also advocated for the the Kickstarter format for other products that have come out. Like we, I believe we've talked about it a little bit that they announced they're doing a turtle van from Super 7. Uh, and for their Ultimates line, and it's a good-sized turtle van, but it's also more expensive than the Sky Striker. It's, I believe, four fifty, so it's a in the range. Of, actually, I guess it's a, if it's is it four fifty? I think I it's three fifty, isn't it? I I have to go big bad because I it's been a while since I've looked at it. Is it three fifty? I thought so. I I don't know. But so the but the turtle van is, or I think it's called lot. the party wagon. It's a lot, and it's like there's no sounds, there's no lights. And it's it's cool, but it's like it's also to me, it is the party wagon is five hundred dollars. Okay, I was way off. So it's more expensive than the other products we've talked about today, and it is inferior in that it is there's no lights, there's no sounds, there's no like electronics, there's nothing that kind of that gives you like oh this is my definitive thing. Like it's it's different. I understand that it's different when um. DC Direct makes a, a Batmobile as part of their animated toy line because they know they're going to be going to certain retailers. They also know that they have a certain amount of funding to begin with. But when I'm looking at this party wagon that's $500 or the Thunder Tank that's $400, if I feel if they would have gone the Kickstarter starter route, they could have done a better job of funding it initially to offset the cost to get it in a better range and make us get us a better product. So there's times where I think that the Kickstarter models should be looked at that aren't because they 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 don't want to go down the 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 path of maybe a struggle that a Kickstarter might have, but I do see the value in that model that okay, we if we can front load that money into our development costs, we can then make this product better than it would have been without it. I mean, did either of you pick up the animated Batman uh vehicles? No kit okay but i think i this same story that you're writing right now um is true of other industries and i just was reading about trying to do this model with video games and what you end up with Mm -hmm. is a bunch of people who have no take-home pay because you think you what you've accomplished in kickstarter is all these stretch goals uh that have given you so much extra but what you've end up promising ends up eating your budget, you know, these t-shirts and all these other things, you end up eating your budget so deeply that, um, that games that then don't get beyond their Kickstarter in terms of sales 
short the people involved. So yes, you might be able to take the turtle van and sell it for $425 instead of 500. If you can pre know how many you're going to sell it for and exactly how much it's going to cost, you can save the end consumer $75. And maybe you can then, uh, if it sells 10,000 of them, well, we might have about 10% uh, run over. So we could put a, uh, uh, a whole camera set up for April in the van or something like that. And then you could do this and that and the other thing and people start to feel like they're getting more value, but the company at the end of the day walks away with almost nothing extra from the situation versus if they sell it at 500, eventually they make 25% profit on the thing and they're able to make another thing that they can sell for 500 and everybody gets take home pay. So uh, that idea is customer beneficial but may not be company beneficial if it, even if it feels like it would be to you that's fair and and i don't i don't know the the inner workings on that corporate level of how it works i can't know yeah i, I can't know either yeah right? and, but uh yeah, having read what kickstarter has done to uh companies like molasses flood and the people that are not wildly successful uh, it's just a company that made flame in the flood uh, uh is it a and, game yeah it's a game and it's in the press reset book by jason schreier uh who dick who went through a bunch of video company failure uh, video game company failures and said what was the cause of this and one of them was here here's how the kickstarter model works and it's great if you're the guy that made castlevania and you say i want to make castlevania but a different name and you come out with bloodstained and then you get everybody coming out of the woodwork uh, like Xbox and Switch and all these people being like, hey, we saw that you sold a million and a half copies of this ahead of time. You want some extra money to put it on our plat? That works great for a certain quality of thing. Um, yeah. And, that's and then the you have money number nine. That, well, but, that, uh, but that's the uh, success that everybody sees with the Kickstarter model. And I think Hasbro may not be the Goliath. Can you clarify by they're not the Goliath that I you... I think that you're right that they use this type of situation to pad the number sheet, but uh, behind the scenes, they may be sweating bullets about whether or not the product will actually make any money. Hmm. Hmm. I guess. I, mean, I don't know. I guess as every as a, figure, as even the... though you don't need that Luke figure, even though you don't need that Gamorrean guard f- figure, even though you don't want that Malakili, the Malakili doesn't come with packaging because they could save 85 cents on the packaging. And maybe when they sell 10,000 of these, they can make that amount of money. Right. Th- that's a possibility. Uh, when it comes no, to that's... this type of funding, especially if you're looking at a product cycle that takes three years. Mm-hmm. My, my guess would be that, that Hasbro as a gigantic company has the resources and the accountants to be able to figure out much at, at a much better rate. Like here's the break even on a Kickstarter type program sure. on this. Now with that being said, one thing I was going to say earlier uh, that leads right into this is they may, and they could very well end up losing a lot of money on this model because of the, because of the unique dynamics of what is going on right now, because when they price this thing, you know, in the summer or whatever, that might've been before there was 25% inflation across the board. And if this thing funds, uh, they, they very well may end up because of the higher cost of all of the resources of the labor of the shipping, uh, they very well may end up losing money when, when the bill comes due in, 
whatever march just, of 2023 just getting it but, off the boat in two years might cost them an right. extra 10 percent because it comes from x country that it you know costs extra to get it out of there because of inflation yeah but i mean that's that's sort of a uh a unique thing that uh to this particular situation uh and men may may end up never happening but uh, I think I, I think that probably Hasbro is so used to being able to just from putting out products in general, um, knowing like uh, this is this is going to be the price point at that price point. We have to sell this many to be able to make a profit. I think that they would probably be way better I, I, at this than yeah. than a small well, video game company. I, okay, but some that, some of that, that presupposes the confidence. Sort of thing. I mean, what 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 you're saying a little bit is that uh, these inexperienced companies are somewhat incompetent at figuring out what their costs are going to be. That's true and untrue. I mean, not, not necessarily incompetence, but also maybe ignorance. They just don't have they don't have the experience or knowledge. So it's not necessarily inferring like incompetent. I guess when I when I hear incompetence, it infers to to our discussion earlier. It infers a certain amount of unwillingness to learn more, and just whereas I think that with certain with, and also with game models with gaming, you have a different like different development times things like that but but yeah. to that same degree is like they are smaller companies that don't have you know the the 15 experience accounts that hasbro has that to go to look at the books and be like oh x y and z and then this is i mean that i get so the a lot of what you're saying is definitely fair for the super seven products because they don't have the same resources that hasbro has and that that was my that was what I was saying. Like I, I, I understand, but I, I wish they did could do something. But they don't have Super Seven doesn't have the same amount of ha- resources Hasbro has. Whereas Hasbro, they have, they have, they have more than enough. I'm not going to say like they're 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 hurting. No, they not. are. They're they're not. But they also, as a a large corporation like they are, I'm sure play a lot of numbers games with things that you you and I think make tons of money that might not. Yeah, I mean they have they have they have winner winner product and loser product just like like any other like their Overwatch line did like that thing dropped like that did not stay strong they that dropped off the face of the earth the I think it's called Overwatch Ultimates I'm trying to remember um, but the Overwatch toy line did not do well um, so yeah they they definitely have their their wins and losses. But it's also a company that has, you know, a, a CEO that's going home with a golden parachute if something fails. And so I have no care whatsoever about the executives at Hasbro. Like, oh, they uh, who don't... cares about executives? Forget that. Companies are not your But that's friend. the thing is that they're going to... I don't care anything about yeah. what they have to deal with. I mean, they're obviously paid more than enough to deal with the situation. Yeah. I'm not saying you should feel and... bad for Hasbro. I'm just saying... Yeah. Uh, uh, the inner workings behind how uh, they, to sell things, you know, it's just um, should not create entitlement is all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And, th- and that's why I was saying in the beginning is that I feel bad for the people who are on the videos trying to pitch these the oh, sure. yeah. the toys like that guy's like they, there's memes. It's just like it's out there. There's like, oh, fire him. Get him like this dude's doing the best he can, like and just trying to get you toys <laughs> and his hands are like tied this hand's tied by hasbro corporate this has this hand's t- tied by lucasfilm because they don't want to make i mean i it, i think it would be hard for lucas to be since they've already said we don't want to make a slave leia figure anymore i think it would be hard for them to say like let's make an ula figure and people be like no we're not going to make an ula figure because essentially she's an exotic dancer and we don't want to put that toy out meanwhile the fandom out there wants that toy and it's like I 
where's that argument? How and as a guy who has to go on there and shout at the masses, tied down by ND, NDAs, to say like, I I can't even address it. I can't even say like, oh yeah, we we see your comments, but we have to like they can't even say like we see your comments, but we're not allowed to by by Lucas to say this. Like they can't. Like there's yeah. so, so much. So what, that's where okay, I feel bad so, for those guys. So what we boiled this argument down to here, uh, I think, is this, and then we need to talk about visions. Uh, mm. uh, Lucas film needs to go on the Hasbro stream and give everybody a list of things they're never going to get. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And then, and then Hasbro can switch over to funding these up front with a Kickstarter model and just paste the screenshot of what Lucasfilm said every single time somebody uh, posts on discord and then everyone will be can, happy. Can we get? Can we get? Uh, uh, can we get you and McGregor to do that? Yes. Uh, can you start the segment with "Hello there"? Hello there. <laughs> Here is a list that I will read of the things that you will never get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it. That's the end of it. I think that we uh, talked that one to death, and there, there are some good ideas in there, and a lot of us talking about what we wish and don't know about. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm and, sorry, and some, I am sorry some... for people that are frustrated by this. I'm frustrated by yeah. uh, trying to get a, a, a Michael from the main pod a GPU, right? And like, it's not the same thing, um, but the uh, feeling of it's not helpless. And helplessness is the wrong word because uh, it's a consumer product. So you're not helpless because you can just not buy it. But the frustration of desire versus availability uh, that Kit felt with the three pack is not a feeling that you should feel when it comes to consumer products. And that can be very frustrating for everyone, including the people that make them and try to sell them and can't do anything about their availability. I'm sure there are people at P uh, place they, uh, Sony who, uh, uh, unlike Nvidia have not lowered their production of cards in turn for in search of profit, uh, that are tearing their hair out, trying to get PS fives to people right because every minute that they're not selling a ps5 is every minute they're not selling games that they've paid to get on their console so right uh am spider-man you sons of bitch. <laughs> you know and he's exclusive to the to the marvel avengers game too yep. it's just ridiculous i hate uh, you sony that frustration i feel for consumers and producers mostly unlike nvidia alike what a bunch of posers uh you know and i think that's I don't, unless you disagree with that sentiment, uh, what maybe we all feel here, uh, yeah, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm.